Hi, this is Jack Tester, and welcome to another episode here of Leadership Lounge. I am in beautiful Marco Island, Florida, and I'm looking across the table at a speaker that just left the stage, Mr. John Maxwell. How are you doing? <laughs> Good, Jack. I had a great time. Your people are delightful, very delightful. Well, you did. A, we had about 700 members that heard your message here, and uh, just was a, a, just a really great message, John. Thank so you. thank you. Thank you very much. And I appreciate you taking some time here to share with our listeners. I'm delighted. Kind of what we're doing. So here's what I want to do. You've been at this. How long have you been at leadership and uh, personal development training? I'm 71, and I started really teaching leadership at 25, learning leadership, growing leadership. Right. I was passionate. And I was passionate because, Jack, at 25, I became convinced that everything rises and falls on leadership. Okay. I I, I really did. At that age, I thought when, when... an organization has good leadership, it does well. If it doesn't have good leadership, it, it doesn't do well. Right. And, and so I said, if that's true, if really everything rises and falls on leadership, then I want to learn how to lead. I want to be a good leader myself. I want to be a student of leadership. I want to be a teacher of leadership. And I just pitched my whole career tent on leadership at that age. And at 71, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, wow, did I ever – I was fortunate, very fortunate to, to, to find something that was so helpful to people – and so needed every day. Yeah, you're still at it. I'm still at you're it. You're not yeah. burning out. Yeah, you're not yeah. nothing. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. And I'm, I'm learning more about hey, It's kind of like I thought I knew a lot about leadership when I was younger, and it just it just keeps expanding. The more you know, the more you know you don't know. Yeah. You know, and well, so. That's an interesting great. thing because yeah. I want to, it gets me to the question because, you know, you've written 83 books. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, that's 80, what they tell me. 83 books, and you've spoken 12,000 times, yeah. I heard today, on different leadership, personal development subjects. You know, you're just known as the expert on this. And for many people listening, they they haven't read any of your books. They haven't watched any YouTube videos. They, they don't know you, right? Right. So let's just pretend that you're sitting down with a young person, and we're going to talk to them for the first 20 minutes. And, and I want you to start to answer the question, what would you tell them? Sure. Sure. We know, Jack, the first thing I, w- I would share with them is that um, they need to find their purpose in life. They okay. need to, they need to you know— Finding your purpose is so essential because um, once you find you know once you find your way, your purpose, uh, it, it, everything begins to open up for you. And so, mm-hmm. what I, I, I would talk to him and I would say this: I'd say to find your purpose, you've got to be able to do two things. You need to ask yourself, what am I passionate about? Okay. Uh, which is not a hundred percent accurate to get you to your purpose. Okay. But it's about eighty percent accurate. What, what what do you love? What do you really love? And and I, when I say it's not a hundred percent, it's possible for me to be very passionate about something I'm not good at. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. And, and what I tell golf people, as an example. Yeah, yeah that's exactly that's exactly right. right. There's a reason I'm not on the PGA tour. It's a skill <laughs> right. reason. Right. But, but but I'm very passionate about. I love golf. I love golf. Yeah. But I'm not good enough to set myself apart okay. and have a good career in that. So so what, what I tell people is if you're passionate about something that you're not really good at, make it a hobby, not a career. Okay. Yeah, go right. over and enjoy it. And, and, yeah. and, but it, your, your livelihood isn't dependent upon it, and helping people is not dependent upon it. So, but what are you passionate about? Okay. The second question that you ask yourself, which is really 100% accurate, is what, what, are, what are you good at? Okay. What are your strengths? Uh, because I think we are gifted in the areas of our purpose. I, I think that, that there's a wiring giftedness to a person that, that you do this well, and if you do this well, you're going to fulfill the purpose that you're yeah. here on earth yeah. for. So so where I go on that is very simple. I say, um, ask yourself, what, what what am I passionate about and, 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 and what am I good at? If, by chance, both of them come together, yeah, 
you have really found the center of your purpose. Okay. And, you know, your purpose is your anchor. It's just a thing that, that just absolutely uh, holds you steady. Uh-huh. And uh, and it's it's also what I think gives a person fulfillment. So when I tell, look at young people, I just say, what do you love? What are you passionate about? And what are you good at? And and uh, and make sure that whatever you're good at is 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 where you stay, really, because to to do well in life in a career, you really need to get in about the top five percent. Yeah, uh, and so of, if you of got, the people doing it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. There, so there's a hundred people doing this. You need to be one of five that really does it best. Okay, and and and, and you can't get into that one that that five. Unless you're in the area of your strength, you, right. and so when people, uh, I would I would tell young people, I'd say, don't work on your weaknesses, work on your strengths, right? Uh, because uh, if if you you can only grow about two numbers in your weaknesses or your strengths, so so from a one to a ten, if I'm a three, I'm below average. If I work on my weaknesses, at best I'm going to become a five, which is yeah. average, and average won't separate you from the pack. It won't get you yeah. as Welch said, get out of, out of the pile. So. I say, but if you let's say I'm a seven in something, I'm already above average, yeah. and I work on it, I could get to be be a nine. Right. Whoa, you get to be a nine. You're you're going to do well in life. So, you know, find your purpose, get that strength, okay. and then work work really on those strengths. Tell me, let me ask a question. Something that's kind of not at me is that, you know, as a young man, you know, I loved the outdoors and I really felt a passion for it, but I didn't think it would be a profession, and I kind of stumbled into work, and I kind of stumbled <laughs> into my job. And what I found is that when I started to apply myself, regardless of what I did, I started to kind of enjoy it, and I started to find the purpose over time. Does yes. that make sense? Oh, yeah. So, I, so a lot of times I see young people that they, they, they think they need to know the purpose before yes. they can start working. And sometimes it's, it's a question of you guys, you got to get out there and, and do a number of things. That's a great thought. I know? agree completely. In other words, sometimes you got to work your way to find your purpose. Yeah. Yeah, because you, know what? you, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And, and and the great thing about youth is they have great energy, but the, the difficult thing about youth is they don't have experience. Right. And so therefore, their world is very small. Yeah. And they haven't they haven't had exposure yet. And so many times, I I agree completely. You just go out and do a work, and right. one day you say, Oh, I like this. Yeah. And oh, I'm kind of good at or this. Or getting thanks for this. People are yeah, telling me absolutely. I'm good. They're they're you know? they're, they're compliments. So that means that I'm I'm really helping them. So I I think that I think that we don't. Wait to find our purpose so that we can begin our life. Right. I think we begin our life to find our purpose. Very good. And I think there's a world of difference. Well, that's an awesome way to put it. Yeah. That's my point. And let me tell you this idea of purpose, because we've we've talked about this question of why. Why be extraordinary? We ask that question to to people here at NextStar. Why do you need to be extraordinary? And what I found is that my why kind of altered. I heard what Andy Stanley say once, that people need to live, or he's quoting somebody else, people need to live and eat indoors. So when you're young, your purpose sometimes is just to, to take care of yourself, yeah. to buy a house, yeah, to, sure. to be able to sure. have a child and, yeah. and provide. Yeah. But what I found when I got older is that when that was all done, that I was kind of empty, right? And that's where this really purpose journey almost had to kind of get rekindled. Yeah. Do you find that? Oh, totally. I, I, I think that I think that fulfillment is a result of finding your purpose. Yeah. And I think that people that are not fulfilled – are people yet who have not quite discovered right. Why, right. why they're here. I, what, you know, it goes to Simon Sinek and why. Right. That, you find your why. You, once you find your why, you find your way. Yeah. And you find your wings, too. I mean, it, oh, it, almost, awesome. it, it allows you to you know, right. it allows you to take off. That's awesome. So you yeah. find a purpose. So, we, um, again, this young person, you talk to him about that. 
Yeah. All right. We've still got some time. What do you say next? Well, I, I, would, I would tell them to be intentional. We just heard you talk about yeah, that. This yeah, is so awesome. I love yeah. this. Well, it's, 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 it, it, I can't help myself. If, if somebody came to me and said, okay, what is the greatest – now, the quickest is – I don't like that phrase because it, it seems like shortcuts. But if they said, what's the most – let's put it this way. What's the most effective way for me to immediately see results of lifting, lifting my life to another okay. level? I would tell them unquestionably become intentional. All right. Because intentional is the add-on. Uh, John Wooden was my mentor, mm-hmm. and he had a great expression. He said, make every day your masterpiece. And uh, so we were talking about that one day, and he said, when I was a coach at UCLA with the basketball players, he said, I would watch a coach or watch a player, maybe he's given me 50%, 60%. He wasn't really, really yeah, put right. He said, I'd walk over to him and say, you're a little tired today. You're not giving me 100%. And, yeah, coach, you know, wow, I'm – Stayed up late studying for an exam. Yeah. And not, I, or, you know, my girlfriend broke up with me, you know, yeah. all the stuff. And, and he said, I, I look at him and say, okay, I understand. I understand. But let me explain something to you. I know what you're thinking. And I've got to make sure you don't think this way because it's wrong. He said, what you're thinking is, I'll make up for it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing 60% today. So, right. oh, my gosh, but tomorrow I'm going to come in. I'll be more rested. And I'm going to do 140%. He said, let me tell you something. You can't give me 140%. You can't give me 120%. You can't give me 110 You can't give me 101% tomorrow. He said, the best you can give me right. at any day is 100%. Yeah. You can't give me anymore. Right. So since you can't give me 140% and make up for that 60% you give me today and make two days equal 200 he said, you understand. You give me 60% today, yeah. and let's say you give me 100% tomorrow. You left 40% of your potential on the floor today, and that is never going to be recovered. I want you to know that. So this idea, I can make up for it. I can somehow tomorrow do a little extra and, and, and make up for what I, He said, that's why you need to understand. Every day, make it your masterpiece because the next day, you no longer get to control what you did yesterday. That's awesome. I think it's powerful. It is. And, and, and in fact, I, I, we were ha- having breakfast one time when we were in depth on that, and that he really inspired me. I wrote a book, oh, I don't know, maybe 12 years ago called Today Matters. Yeah. And the whole thesis of Today Matters is we over-exaggerate uh, uh, yesterday, and we overestimate tomorrow, but we underestimate today. Okay. And here is the problem. If I underestimate today, I'll bank on my success being tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, I said, well, yeah, I, I didn't quite make it. I didn't quite give 100%. But it's okay. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. And, and, and never, I, I, I'm going to do something that's not recoverable anymore. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, that's my struggle there is I think if I've had a good yesterday, I've earned the right to kind of coast today, right? That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, it's it's that. been the other way for me. I always uh, think yeah, about that. Like yeah. I had a great super meeting and we killed yeah. it. You know, I can mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. I just take it easy now. Yeah, we, I, I, and, and what I tell people is, yes, you can but you, okay. you, but but there's a difference between taking it easy for a moment and celebrating, and taking it easy for life. Yeah. And so what I tell people all the time is, you get we we call it the 24 hour window. Everybody gets a 24 hour window. Okay. So if we have a great victory, we say, okay, for 24 hours, celebrate. Right. I mean, just you know, That's pop awesome. the court. I know this is high five, This is good. Celebrate, yeah. party. Right. Aren't we amazing? Da da da. But when when 24 hours is through, go right back to what made you successful. Yeah. The same way I think is true about failure. Okay, 20, okay, okay, you failed. Okay, go moan, groan, kick the can, cuss. I don't know what you're going to do, but 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 whatever you do when you fail. But but at 24 hours, get over it. Yeah. So, 
I have a sign in my office that I just love. It says, Every, uh, yesterday ended last night. Okay. And I love it. That's awesome. Because it, it ended last night. So what I'm just thinking, I'm amazing, and I want to celebrate a little longer. We kind of tell you That was yesterday. It ended last night. Or when I screwed up and I had a failure, and oh, yeah. my gosh, I'm beating myself up. Okay. It ended last night. Today's a new day. It's a fresh start. So, yeah. let, you know, let's, let's get back to what makes us good and effective. That's awesome. Well, one, one more thing I want to cover with you, and I really appreciate you spending time. But I loved the last thing we talked about today. And I remember watching some videos of you, and that really hit me, which was this idea of consistency that yeah. you talked about yeah. and how you use that example within yourself. And I think that's such an important message because we have such an immediate world. We have such a um, we have expectations on ourselves, and others have expectations yeah. on us. And lean into that a little bit. Well, I'd be glad to because I, I do think that you know when you think of especially younger people. Uh, we have such an instant gratification culture that it's kind of like, wow, you know, I've I've been waiting for two days, and, 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 and you know, I'm 16, and yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, I haven't I'm, found my purpose yet. That's right. exactly right. And, yeah. and, and and what what it is is what what happens is basically instant gratification. It's just another way of saying I don't see the big picture. Yeah, and and I understand young people can't see the big picture. They 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 haven't experienced enough there. So what I I, I say to them is very simple that. Uh, shortcuts don't pay off in the long run. Okay. And, 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 and in fact, I sometimes say the longest distance between two points is a shortcut. And, and so we're, we're <laughs> so, so we're constantly, we're constantly it took me saying, a minute, John. Yeah, 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 I know that. Yeah. That does take a minute, but it, it's really true. And, yeah. and so we're, we're sitting there and I'm saying, okay, instead of saying, I want to win in my life, we trade that off for I want to win today. Okay. And, and we need to, we need to understand that consistency compounds. And what that means is that if I do the right thing every day, it doesn't show up every day. Yeah. But it'll show up someday. Just as if I do the wrong thing every day, it'll show up someday. Right. So so it's going to show up. The question is, how big of a show up do you want? If you want a small show up, then just, then do something just for a month. And, and, and you get a little small gain, a right. little small show. But if you want a huge, big show up, You've got to be consistent for a long period of time. You know, when, um, uh, oh, shoot, uh, uh, Cal Ripken, uh, Baltimore yep. shortstop, yep. when he when he in Major League Baseball did 2,600 straight games or whatever and broke all the longevity, right. consistency re- records, you know, they, they say today that the celebration when he was at Camden Fields and he, he played his last game on that streak, they said the celebration was the greatest celebration in, in all of sports. Now, what's amazing is, what they were celebrating was not the fact that he hit more home runs than anyone else, had a better batting average for someone else. They weren't even celebrating who's the best baseball player. I don't yeah. think anybody would say Cal Ripken was no. the best baseball player. Right. But what they admired was they saw a man who understood the consistency really did count, and it added up. And so were they applauding for the fact that he showed up that last game? It's like, oh, my gosh, you showed up. No, no, no. It was a culmination of years and years of him doing the right thing. And there's something I think that people greatly admire in people that consistently do the right thing. I think it gives them not only uh, an edge in production and results and success, I think it gives them an edge in influence and moral authority and Mm -hmm. and some of the things that really count. So for young people, I I would just say... um, it just depends on what kind of a show up do you want. If you want a small show up, then go for instant gratification. But if you want the big show ups, 
the ones that really make a difference change lives, then you just have to trust me and just do the right thing every day. And, and, and when you start off, honestly, as a young person, you're not as bad as people think. I mean, when I started oh, off, yeah. I, I just didn't want to raise me. I said, look, I, I know I didn't do that very well. And I know you think I'm a kid, and I, I am a kid. But I'm not quite as bad as it looked. I, I really not. But I want to tell you what, you just keep doing the right thing every day. At my age, I want to raise my hand and say, folks, I know you're on, the, on your feet. Give me a standing ovation. But I'm not this good. I, it, I, I, didn't get, I didn't get this good this week. Right. It, I got this good when I started doing the right thing. And the, let me relate what closing with, with kids that go to college. Uh-huh. So they go across the stage after graduating college and they get their diploma. Everybody stands up, shakes their hand. Let's do a party. Let's give them gifts. I mean, you've graduated. Congratulations. you become a success. I, I want to tell those kids, you didn't become a success when you got that diploma. You became a success the first day you went to college. Mm-hmm. And you showed up to class. And you did your homework. You see, you became a success when you made a decision to go through that process of college. The only difference is we confuse what success is by what the appearance of success is. You see, success showed up when you got your diploma. Mm-hmm. It just showed up. Right. But the reason they're applauding you is not that you just got the diploma. I mean, if, if, if that's such a big deal, let somebody just jump up out of the crowd that didn't go to college and run up and say, could I have a diploma? Could I have a diploma? I'll buy one. And everybody's yeah. going, look, what you, yeah. get off the stage. What do you got there for? You don't belong on that stage. Why? Because you didn't understand that it's we're, we're applauding consistency here. Mm-hmm. We're applauding somebody that stayed with it for four years and, and, and got this the diploma. So I just, I just want us to understand success is doing the right thing every day. Recognition of success is a total different thing. Yeah. That comes at the end. But if you're right now in college or school and you're you're doing your thing, can I t- you're already successful. It's just there's going to be a day when it shows up. Yeah. Well, or if you're an apprentice working in the field, just, totally. just becoming you know this master. You mentioned that that the reason you're so good on the stage is you've done it twelve thousand times. <laughs> right. Literally. Right. Hi could never do what John does. Well, maybe if you did it the twelve thousand times, times, you could do it better, John. Maybe you could. <laughs> Right, that's a powerful message, and it kind of goes back to finding your purpose because you don't want to do anything twelve thousand times that you don't find joy in, no. that you don't find excitement in. No. Right, but uh, it all kind of loops together. It does. Is that fair? That's right. very well, fair. We sure appreciate your time, giving us a little My bit joy. of your knowledge here, and I'd encourage folks. You got a lot of books out, and uh, we love them, we read them, and uh, we enjoy them. And thank you so well, much. Thank you, and thank you for letting me be on the podcast, and also thank you for you have a wonderful company. Thank you. And I enjoyed very much. Your people are quality people. It's because you're a quality leader. Well, thank you very much for that. But yeah. they are quality people, and I thank you. Okay. And we thank you all also for listening to this very special episode of Leadership Lounge. This is Jack Chester with John Maxwell. We'll catch you next time. Thanks so much. 